Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show. Hope you guys are having a good week so far, right? You know, it's Friday, and if you're wondering, whoa, Dusty, uploading on a Friday? What? And I said, yes. Well, not I said, but I say yes on a Friday. And then I ask you, have you not been listening to me the past couple episodes, pal? Huh? Have you? Because a couple times last week, I said I was uploading on Fridays from now on. But it's okay. I'm not upset. Yes, I'm uploading on Fridays now. Okay, I'm splitting up my Sunday episodes. Sunday, strictly true crime. Okay? Today is going to be like Urban Legends, Paranormal, and other weird tragedies that I feel like covering. Okay? That don't fit into the true crime category. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Today's episode, right, is going to be a good split, you know, into this new, I don't want to call it a series, but we're going to call it a series. It's on Nutty Putty Cave, okay? And if you don't know what Nutty Putty Cave is, if you didn't, you know, read the title, because sometimes I don't read the title and I just click, right? I'm a victim of it, not a victim. I'm guilty of it. But today, Nutty Putty Cave, all right? It is a cave that is in Utah. We're going to cover most of it, but it was some weird death happened here. And it is just, it's a sad story. Very, very tragic. But, like, I don't understand you fucking cave explorers or cave divers, dudes and dudettes. Like, y'all are crazy, okay? There's no fucking way I would ever go into a fucking cave in complete darkness with a little headlamp worming my way through fucking cracks and crevices. Fuck that, I'm out. No thank you. Okay? No thank you. So stupid. Sorry if that's your thing. I just think it's dumb. Like, fuck no. No, 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 no. Right? But y'all do what you want. Okay? But if you get caught and you get stuck and you end up dying and your ghost comes to see me, don't get mad at me because I told you so. Right? I did. I did. I said not to do it. I said not to fucking do it. All right? Whatever. It's all good at this point. Um, Did I introduce myself? I don't know if I introduced myself, so I'm going to introduce myself for the newcomers. I am Dusty McBalls. I am your certified cougar hunter, and I am your host with the most. Okay. And yes, we are covering something sad, but, well, today's episode, more sad than usual, because this was an innocent dude that lost his life to fucking caves. Okay? So... Without further ado, we're just going to jump right into it. Get those Crocs on, strap them bitches in adventure mode. We're going to Salt Lake City, Utah, baby. So, Nutty Putty Cave was discovered in... Let me backtrack a second. I'm going to explain the history of the cave, and then I'm going to get into the incident. So, yeah. I know it's kind of weird sometimes. Like, you don't want to learn about a cave, but I want to give you background on this cave. So, like, oh, okay, that's why this cave's a cave. So... Nutty Putty Cave was discovered in 1960 and is located in Salt Lake City, Utah. From all the sources that I looked at, there's this one dude's name that comes up. I forgot his name, but he's halfway through the fucking story. And it didn't say that he... He's, it said he first explored it in 1960. I don't know if he's the first one to discover it, so I didn't put his name as a person, the person that discovered Nutty Putty Cave. So, 
I don't, I don't know. I would assume it was this dude that I'm going to mention later on in the story that did discover it, but I didn't want to, you know, cause it could have been somebody else. I wasn't sure. I wasn't totally sure. And no, not a whole lot of my sources were pointing at people who discovered it. So yeah. And Nutty Putty Cave was a huge attraction for cave explorers from like Boy Scouts with little cave diving experience to experienced cave divers with decades of cave exploration under the belt, under their belt, not under the belt, under their belt. It attracted over 5,000 visitors a year when it was open and operational, but when the death of 26-year-old John Edward Jones occurred in Nutty Putty Cave in 2009, local police, well, local Utah police officers and national park personnel decided to seal the cave up for good, which we will cover John's story in a little bit. But first, let me let me give you that background on, you know, Nutty Putty Cave. Nutty Putty Cave is a limestone cave that was formed from hydrothermal activity. Unlike most caves that are formed from groundwater eating away at the limestone, Nutty Putty Cave was actually formed from superheated water that is forced upward into the bed of the limestone, and the minerals in the water eat away at the rock above to create cave shafts or cave holes, I guess, cave rooms, I guess would be the proper term. I don't know. Okay. Now, since Nutty Putty Cave was created through hydrothermal activity, the correct and scientific name for this type of cave is called a hypogenic cave. Nutty Putty Cave also stays around 55 degrees Fahrenheit or 12.7 degrees Celsius. So if you're homeless and if it was still operational, this would be actually kind of like a decent place to live. I don't know how cold it gets out in Utah, but I'm just going to assume that they at some point get snow. I don't know how much snow, probably not as bad as it is in Minnesota, which is surprising because as I'm looking out the window right now, we have zero fucking snow on the ground, which is unheard of, right? Unheard of for Minnesota weather. It's fucking weird, but I'm loving it. But yes, Nutty Putty Cave does stay relatively warm-ish year-round because of the hydrothermal activity. And a survey that was conducted in 2003 found out that Nutty Putty Cave was 1,355 feet wide with a depth of 145 feet. Now, I'm not a cave expert, so I don't know if those numbers are mind-blowing or not. But it does seem like a pretty decently sized cave. Nutty Putty Cave got its name from Dale Green. That's the dude I was thinking of. Dale Green. And he's the first man that explored the cave system. Okay. Like I said earlier, I don't know if he's the one that discovered it. But I would assume if he's the first one to explore it, he is the first one to have discovered it. Now, his team ran a bunch of tests in the 1960s within the Nutty Putty Cave system. And within the system, 
there is, this is how it got its name, all right? Did I say that already? I did, but I'm going to say it again. This is, this is right here is how, it's got, how it got its name. In the cave system, there is this clay-like substance that oozes from the walls. This clay-like substance could be solid as a rock, but if you squeezed it, it would turn into an elastic fluid similar to Silly Putty. Yes, this cave was named after a child's toy, which is actually kind of cool. I, you know, do they still make Silly Putty? Like, am I stupid? I'm not a kid anymore, so I have no fucking idea. I remember when I was a kid, but, like, do they still make, like, Silly Putty? Is that, like, a fucking thing still? Which, if it is, that's pretty cool. Um, I wonder what, like, oh, I wonder what, like, some weird shit people have done with fucking Silly Putty. That makes me, I wonder, maybe there's like, maybe this dude died because he decided to put Silly Putty up his ass and then like he couldn't get it out and then like the inside of his intestine walls and his rectum sucked up all the juices of the Silly Putty and he died from like, I don't know, like chemical shit within the Silly Putty. I wonder if that's a thing. That'd be funny. That would be really funny. I'm sorry. I would be a dick and I would laugh at that. Okay. Because that is kind of fucking funny. It really is. Now, John's incident wasn't the first incident to have occurred within Nutty Putty Cave Systems. Since it was a very, very popular destination and attracted thousands of visitors a year, it was inevitable that people with very little, you know, experience would eventually get into trouble. Now, this cave system is kind of, is kind of different, so... It has very, very tight and narrow passages that lead to like a bunch of like big rooms within the cave system. So a lot of people were getting stuck and getting caught within those tiny passageways. And that's exactly what happened to John, which we'll cover in like two minutes. So yeah, I don't, if they also had signs on the outside of the fucking cave entrance that said, Hey, really, really tight passageways careful you might get caught now it didn't say that word for word but that's basically the gist of what it said it had a shit ton of warning signs bro if i if i enter a fucking cave that had a shit ton of warning you know signs that said hey shit's tight in here you might not want to go in right fuck that i'm out i'm sorry there's this one guy in this one store i didn't put him in here but he couldn't even make it through the entrance because it was that fucking tight and he got too like claustrophobic and scared which I'm not going to make fun of him because I'm, I would be the same fucking way. That shit would be fucking, no, no, Lord. Why the fuck, why the fuck would anybody want to do this? I understand it's kind of cool to explore, explore court cave systems because there's one in Minneapolis, St. Paul that you can go to. Well, there's a lot of cave systems within Minneapolis and St. Paul because of the prohibition era, right? But still. Like, they're not, like, really, really tight or naturally formed. We kind of, like, I guess, hacked away at them and made these tunnels underneath the city. They're really, really cool. I've been in them. But, like, bro, if I see a warning sign that says, hey, careful, right? Fuck that. I'm out. I'm sorry, but I'm fucking out, okay? And from 1999 to 2004, six different people became stuck 
in one of Nutty Putty Cave's tight passageways. And it also doesn't help that three of the tightest passageways within Nutty Putty Cave have menacing names. The first one, the birth canal. Self-explanatory, I don't really think I need to go too in-depth on that one, right? So, it's just really, really tight into a big fucking room that's called the birth canal. Yeah, you. I don't need it. Yeah, you got it. I don't need to explain it. I don't need to explain it. The second one is called the Helmet Eater, and the third one is called the Scout Eater. Now, you have Boy Scouts coming to this fucking shit, right? Like, why in the fuck would you name one of the passageways to this room the Scout Eater? If I was a Boy Scout, I would never want to fucking go through there. I don't even want to go in there right now. So, like, with those three fucking names, no. Lord, help me. Please don't make me go in there. I wouldn't even go in there if I had, if, like... I was dying and I needed to go through there, like through these tight passageways to live. Like if God came to me and said, hey, I'm going to kill you right now if you don't go through these passageways. Sorry, God, I guess I'm coming with you. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm going back home, right? I'm going back home to the spirit world because fuck that. No, thank you. Now, none of those six cave explorers died within Nutty Putty Cave, thankfully, but the local sheriff's department did grow tired of making regular trips to Nutty Putty Cave to free people that had little to no experience with cave diving. So in 2006, Nutty Putty Cave was sealed up for good because it was deemed unsafe, unsafe, not unsafe, unsafe, and it also doesn't help that in 2005, four young people, I, I don't know if it said, it just said guys, so I, I didn't want to be like only men, I wanted to be, you know, inclusive, so I said people, I think, I don't, it didn't really specify who it was, but it just said like four young people from Utah drowned in a cave system located at Y Mountain. Now, even though Nutty Putty Cave was closed down in 2006, it wouldn't be shut down forever and would eventually open back up in 2009, but with, you know, added safety precautions, which, to be honest, wasn't really a lot. It's kind of only one, well, two things. They added the fucking signs, and then in May of 2009, a cave management plan was signed by the Timpanagos Grotto. I think that's how, you, that's how you say it. And they are the people that basically manage and make sure nothing bad happens to the cave and make sure no one basically dies within the cave. They are responsible for all things surrounding with or within the Nutty Putty Cave. The Grotto set up an online reservation system that only allowed one group to enter the cave at a time. So, you know, you wouldn't be held up or stuff like that. It wouldn't be chaotic within the cave. And at night, the grotto decided to padlock the entrance to the cave shut. But 
shortly after they opened the cave, well, reopened the cave, this is where our story and our tragedy happens. Six months after reopening Nutty Putty Cave, John Jones would be stuck in one of the narrow passageways and ultimately ended up losing his life. John was a man with experience. He has been spa-lunking, right? He's been lunking the spa, okay? He's been in there like swimwear. And when John and his dad, well, when John was little, him, his dad, and his brother would frequently go and explore caves and other natural stuff, with like natural earth monuments i don't even think that's a right way to say it either but they would go explore other shit together and well whoa hold on rewind rewind they would go and explore all this other shit around utah and colorado together john had four brothers and two sisters and as the family grew up and everybody got you know older he ended up acquiring 16 nieces and nephews he was a devout christian he was a lord's man and according to his family after the tragedy they made a statement saying that john had quotes put this in quotes people good nature a delightful sense of humor strong work ethic a genuine love for people and a masterful ability to relate to children. At the time of John in, John's incident, he was studying to become a pediatric cardiologist. He had recently bought a house, just became a father, and his wife was pregnant again with their second child. This man's life is getting underway, people. It's getting underway. He also was... 26 at the time of all this happening so that's a fucking impressive all right that's fucking impressive kudos to you johnny boy god damn i'm still trying to figure my own shit out so i can't even make fun of you right now the day that our tragedy takes place is on november 29th 2009 john and his brother josh decided to just rekindle, for some reason, their love for cave exploration and chose to explore Nutty Putty Cave. Now, other than Nutty Putty Cave just having its really, really tight passages and stuff like that, it is very much, according to what I read, a beginner like guide into cave diving, So, which is kind of weird. That'd be a beginner cave and somebody died in it. But it was it was very easy to like if you've never cave dive in your life, it's easy to go here and have a good time. Um one of the sources that I read said that it was basically basically you had to go out and find ways to get in trouble within this cave. So it's a very, very um easy course. I don't want to say course. It's an easy cave. It's an easy cave. Now it was 8 p.m. and only a few days away from Thanksgiving when they had arrived at the cave with nine other friends. As John, his brother, and their friends entered the cave, everything was going smooth. 
No one got hurt. They were all hydrated. They were all fed. It was an easy cave to explore. What could go wrong? What possibly could go wrong? Because from the looks of it, nothing should have gone wrong. But unfortunately for John and his team, something did go wrong. And about an hour into their exploration of Nutty Putty Cave, and just after they had explored the largest room within the cave called Big Slime, Big Slide, not Big Slime, Big Slide, John, Josh, and two other friends decided to take up the challenge of exploring the birth canal, which, like I said earlier, is just a really small and tight passageway that leads into a big room. Now, when they arrived at said birth canal, John went first and he wiggled his way in. And then he wiggled some more. And then he wiggled forward, you know, some more times, right? He was just kept wiggling forward on this passageway. And it ended up getting, as he was, as he was wiggling his little worm body on the ground, it kept getting longer and longer. Now, at this point, John was basically thinking from what I read, Surely this will come to an end and I will just pop out into a larger room. Well, unfortunately for John, that tight and little passage never came to an end. And instead, that passage decided to take a sharp downward turn that John thought opened up into a larger room. So, what did John do? He decided to go down that sharp turn. And that decision is where the tragedy of his story occurs. Because he ultimately ended up getting stuck and couldn't pull himself out. John was literally stuck in an opening that was 10 inches across and 18 inches high. Which is about the size of a clothes dryer. So just go to your dryer, open it up, shove and try and shove yourself in there. That's basically how tight this passageway was, to put it into a reference for you. Now at this point in the story, John started freaking out. Not only because he was basically stuck upside down, but one of his arms was trapped underneath him, and he couldn't push himself backwards, so instead... He tried to push himself out of the cave. Whoa, hold on. Let me rewind that one. Okay, got it. So instead of trying to push himself out of the cave passage, John had his brother Josh try and pull him out. And as Josh grabbed his calves and started to pull, John wasn't moving. And right as John let go of John... Right as Josh, there's so many fucking J's people, I'm sorry. Right as Josh let go of John's calves, John ended up sliding deeper into the cave passageway. And at this point, instead of running to the surface and getting help, John and Josh, for some fucking reason, right? Listen, I understand if you're a man of the church, a man of Christ, right? Just... I understand if you're just a religious person. 
But can you please fucking tell me when I am stuck, right? If it's me, I'm stuck, okay? Because instead of going to get help, Josh and John decided to pray first. Bro, if I am stuck and you are praying, I will fuck your shit up, okay? I do not care. I am freaking out in this pitch black abyss with a little fucking headlamp and you're like, let's pray quick. Fuck you. No, bro. I'm sorry. If when I get out, if I was in John's position and I were to get out, I would fuck you up so quick for that. That shit would have pissed me off, bro. Shut the fuck up. Go get help, right? I don't give a fuck about anything else. Go get me some fucking help. But no, Josh and John decided to pray first, and then once they were done praying, Josh finally decided to climb back to the surface and get help. Once the rescuers and first responders made it to the entrance of Nutty Putty Cave, the first responder to make contact with John was Susie Matola, and she arrived at John's position at 12.30 a.m. on November 25th, 2009. And at this point, John had been trapped in that cave system upside down for three and a half hours. One suit, well, okay, I shouldn't say three and a half hours. He was like on like a 45 degree angle. So, but still, kind of still upside down. Now, once Susie made contact with John, she introduced herself. And this, this is kind of funny, but I'm also an asshole. So... Sorry in advance. I just think it's really fucking funny because of the mental image that pops into my brain as like she's introducing herself. Okay. When she introduced herself to John, all she could see was a pair of navy and black running shoes peeking out of the cave entrance in the passageway. Like it reminds me of like when something someone's stuck in a cartoon, the little legs are wiggling. That's what this shit reminds me of, and I think it's so fucking funny. I know I'm evil. I know I'm an asshole. I know I'm probably going to hell, okay? But I know you laughed, so you're probably coming with me. It is... I don't know. I just think it's... I just think that mental image is so fucking funny. But after she introduced herself, John said, basically, it's nice to meet you, but I'd really like to get out now. Word for word, that is what he said. So over the next 24 hours... More than a hundred rescue personnel worked around the clock to try and free John Jones from the Nutty Putty cave system. They first tried the push and pull method. That didn't work. Then they tried to use tools to cut away at the limestone, um, like entrance to where he was caught in, where he was like the passageway that he was caught in. That didn't work. So instead, they came up with the best plan that they thought possible and it was a system of pulleys and ropes that could pull John from his predicament. But they needed to work fast because at the downward angle that he was stuck in, his heart had to work overtime to keep pumping blood out of his brain. Usually when you're standing, you know, when you're standing up straight, you don't have to worry about that because um, what is it? What is it? Gravity. That's what I was looking for. Gravity just naturally does it for you. So he had, cause you know, when you like, um, uh, are like bending over or like upside down for too long, you pass out. 
is because you can't fucking too much blood going to the brain. So usually gravity does it for you where, you know, keeps the blood from going into your skull and just fucking your shit up, right? And sorry, sorry. I, I lost my spot. And because his heart had to work overtime, it was putting tremendous stress on his body. So after the rescuers attached the pulleys to the cave walls and the ropes to the pulleys, the rescuers then attached the ropes to John and started to try and pull him out of his predicament. And as they started pulling, the pulleys that were attached to the clay walls gave out and like they couldn't fix it. They had no other options and they didn't know what to do. And they basically kind of just abandoned the rescue from what I could find. I don't really know. It was basically all that shit failed. And so what they did was just comforted John until he passed away from cardiac arrest. And he died Shortly before midnight on November 25th, 2009, John was trapped within the walls of Nutty Putty Cave for 27 hours. His family thanked the rescuers for all the efforts, and shortly after John's passing, officials sealed up Nutty Putty Cave for good. Unfortunately, this is the sucky part, this is kind of the sad part. John's body was never recovered from Nutty Putty Cave and his lifeless corpse still remains in the exact same spot and the exact same way that he got stuck in. That would fucking suck. I would... I mean, I guess it's like a natural burial mound now, but still. Sorry, that was my throat. It sounded like a frog, but that was my throat. I was itching my throat. But still, that fucking sucks. That would be fucking awful. But at least he has a whole cave system to his spirit self if he's still in there. I don't know. I don't ever want to explore a cave. Nobody will ever get me to explore a cave. Fuck that shit. No. I'm sorry. You guys can keep that to yourself. I'm not doing that. It's fucking terrifying. Really fucking terrifying. But that's going to do it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was... I recorded this in the morning, so I'm kind of like all over the place. I, this is why I don't record episodes in the morning, because I just feel like it's not going to be good enough. And yeah, but I think this turned out to be a good episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Just got to get through today, and then we've got the weekend. No, no long weekend this time, but that's okay. That's okay. So, yeah, that's all I really got for you guys. Um, I can't, I can't remember what we're doing this. Well... This Sunday is going to be a Minnesota serial killer. Forgot who it was, but that's all good. It's all good in the hood. We'll figure it out tomorrow, and I'll write everything down. So, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you tomorrow at noon. Remember, stay frosty, stay foxy. Most importantly, the most important thing on this planet Stay safe, you beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces.